One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed, and you're listening to Stan, Roe, and Camus on the SGP podcast. Shut up, Camus! Are you ready? Corn on the beat. You're listening to the SGP podcast. You are listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the SGP podcast. Where I'm making my grand return, baby! Yeah, it's been a mm. month. Almost. You know, I have three weeks, man. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, okay. It's, not, it's not that grand. I mean, Welcome back. Well, uh, actually, wow, wow, that's the first shut up, Chino. Uh, wow, wow, pare, congratulations. I'm, now you know how it uh, feels. I'm starting to be afraid now that, I, that shut up, Chino it's, is it's, in the ethos. It's, it's like you, it, we've, we've traversed the it's whole... It's in the realm of possibilities now that people can make you shut up. Yeah, we can make uh, we can make that part of the soundboard. So shut up, Camus, and shut up, Chino. All right, Stancy, Raf Camus, and Chino Liao recording this week's episode. No Romaran for the week because he is uh, stuck and it's Carmageddon. It's Carmageddon. It's raining. Bad weather, bad yeah. traffic, bad everything all coming together. It doesn't really help. Na walang tubig. And it's funny because I, I make it here to the balai where we're recording. Yeah. And I turn on the faucet as I pee. And I'm like, uy, may tubig dito. That, that's how you know. You live in a rich neighborhood. Na no. my water shortage. No, you know. My too big parin. No, you know you live in a rich neighborhood when you have a katulong night in the village. That's how you know. Wow. <laughs> guys. That's how you know. No, no, you, call it kasambahay night. Kasambahay night. Yeah, call it the right Fine. thing. Naman. Okay, no, but to be honest, like, we have, we have my tanghe kami. Yes, so do we. And, Back home. And you know what? Most, it only works, water pressure only works on the ground floor. May balde na rin ako sa taas. See? Stan, cry me a river. See, this is how he's relating to the lesser folk. Oh my, <laughs> to, to plebs. Excuse <laughs> me, I'm half provincial. <laughs> half provincial hacendero, so it's still not a pleb. I mean, if you've been to Bacolod, you'll see there are a lot of rich families over there too. So you know. Anyway, Jake uh, de Leon would know. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun hipstery episode because we've got the Renaissance man, Kali Nueva, joining us for this week. Got to talk about a lot of cool stuff, how the Cali Nueva gimmick came about, how his wrestling journey started, how he was actually a trainee of a promotion that no longer exists. For all intents and purposes. There's a lot of artisanal interviewing tonight. Yes. A lot of organic thoughts. A lot of... of farm-to-table concepts. Even how he loves the ukay-ukays and how he frequents them. So it's he's a, a fun conversation. He's a fucking hipster. He's a fucking hipster. Just say it, guys. Yeah, he's a real-life hipster. He's a fucking hipster. And it's a fun conversation. So that's coming up later on in the episode. But for now, we have lots to talk about. We've got stomping grounds in the rearview mirror. Fighter Fest up ahead along with PWR Live Pak Ganern. And we also have the Twitter beef between Seth Rollins and Will Ospreay. God, so let's talk about that. The much publicized uh, Twitter war. With, that now has its own merch. Yes. After after less than a week of this yes. bullshit. At this point, we don't need to recap it. You know what happened. Seth Rollins uh, said something about the WWE having the best pro wrestling on the planet. Now they have the best wrestlers alive. Who made it to Will Ospreay by saying he was alive. Then Rollins hit back with something condescending. Then Ospreay talked down to Rollins himself. 
and then and Rollins the, made it worse. Yeah. That's that's the thing. Rollins at made it point, worse. At some point, it just became a pissing match, and you know to see two Pataas grown men, two grown men at the top of their game, at the top of their respective industries. Two of the best right now, full stop. Who are not even hitting their prime. Yeah, yet. I mean Seth Rollins is the current WWE champion, Universal, Universal champion, champion. Yeah. and uh, Osprey the IWGP Junior. And he just champion. won the Best of the Super Juniors tournament. So. And yeah, and he's he's doing good shit. I mean, there are people who are amused by all of this, grabbing their popcorn, saying, "Oh, this Twitter beef is fire, bruh. or you know, hoping that SB Nation comes out with a beef history video of this one day. But the way I see it, not that this shouldn't even be a thing. It shouldn't. Um, it's one of those things that gets blown out of proportion unnecessarily. I yeah. think. Because like it, this is this has Osprey versus Vader all over it. Yes. That's because na wa. That's, yeah, no, he, yeah, but he they got the match. They got the match out of it. Yeah, but Vader's dead now. I know. I'm just saying. The, the the whole point the whole point being that Osprey takes things very seriously. He did have a mental health break for a while. And he did want to take an extended break, but he got better. He went through shit. Seth Rollins, on the other hand, is really planting the flag for WWE and then pushed it a little too far. He's a company guy. There's no denying that. Seth Rollins has always held the WWE flag high. He's always considered himself lucky to be part of the WWE. Now, whether he had to go that far to uh, fly the flag, to hold up that banner, I don't really know I mean, he also took things a step further this week when he was quoted uh, during that interview in which he spoke Oof. about John Moxley's yes. comments on Ooh. Talk Is Jericho. Taking the, he said that John Moxley took the ball and went home, right? Yeah. Uh, again, so I don't know. I don't know again if that's at all necessary. It makes him look like a bitch almost. I feel because he he has his he has his position. He's on the top of his game. He doesn't need to pay attention to. You mga people that leave or people who talk shit about the WWE. Or anything outside diba? of. But, what does he care? But to counter that, Chino, just to, just to black hat here. Okay. Seth Rollins kasi is really at this point, he, because he was one of those first generation indie guys. Okay. That made it in WWE. You have to look at him and be like, it's not like he's turning his back on an industry that got him to where he is. He does also run a training school for up-and-coming guys. You look at this and it's like, you're shitting on one of these, I hate to say it, icons of independent wrestling outside of WWE. Yes. Will Ospreay is one of those guys. No, yeah. Ricochet was one of those guys because Ricochet did get dragged into all of this. For him to be like, I'm WWE, I gotta fight this. It's like, you, you have, you do, and it at this point, it's just salt. It's all salt, man. I think what makes this worse is he had to throw shade at Moxley, who's supposedly one of his really good friends. Yeah, but at this point, it's like he might feel betrayed. We don't know. Uh, it's it's really just giving us internet well, folks something yeah, to talk about. Yeah, actually, Sabaga, if you think about it that way, you don't really know what's going through Seth Rollins' mind. He had tagging partner in the former Dean Ambrose, the right? John Moxley, yeah. and, and now he doesn't have anything really. You know, for all we know, baka magkakonchaba lang sila. Maybe Seth Rollins and Will Ospreay are DMing each other and saying good shit, bro. Or you know maybe maybe uh, maybe because he also sent Moxley a DM and said na oh I I, I said this. 
Don't get too pissed. I'm just working them, brother, brother. <laughs> you really pulled the brother, brother. Fuck, I I wouldn't know, dude. <laughs> okay, well, it's like it, at this point, cause it's like it's wrestling, guys. Don't blow it out of proportion. Don't take it too seriously. At the end of the day, I really have a feeling that Seth Rollins is still a good guy and still loves the product because he still looks like one of those guys who does watch New Japan. To be fair, I think that he did this because he does love the product. It's blind rage to be sure, but... It's uh, coming from a good place. It's coming from a good place, exactly. All I'll say is that the... Rollins and Osprey Twitter beef is not the best thing I've seen on wrestling Twitter all week. What I, is? Uh, it is Samoa Joe tweeting from the Taoyuan International Ooh, Airport boy. in Taiwan, in which he said, "My boarding gate is a Hello Kitty boarding gate, or something of the sort." <laughs> oh yes, I saw this. Yes, good shit. <laughs> I was at that said boarding gate just a couple of weeks ago, and I can attest at how cute it is. <laughs> so to see Samoa Joe, a man as vicious as he is. The Samoan submission machine. Openly stating, oh, this is a very cute boarding gate or something to that effect. <laughs> Warm my heart. You, you, want to, you, want to, you want to warm your heart? This is something that amidst all of this Twitter beef and all of the shade that's been thrown since by Kenny Omega, every, basically every major, every major player on the independent scene has thrown shade at this. Samoa Joe actually has like a nephew that couldn't make their show this week. And he visited... Him in the hospital where he's undergoing, I think, like major treatment. He's like hooked up, hooked up on machines and all of that. And s- not surprisingly, Joe isn't their favorite wrestler. Mm-hmm. It's ah. the Usos. Ah. So he brought, I think, at least someone went for it. Someone went Someone went Keep it in the family. Yeah. Brought one of, I think, Jimmy brought. He brought Jimmy. just one Uso. I think only one of them was available. <laughs> I mean, with it, they're twins. They're so twins. Can you really tell? Yes, you can. Sometimes. Yes, I can't really tell. It's like sorry, it's like saying the Yolo twins. You can't tell which one's I can't red, tell which one's blue. One, yeah, but the point being that you know they brought they brought him out, and then it showed a very softer side of Joe. That's the softest side that he showed this week. Yeah, like just to one up. No, I feel like Joe, uh, like he's actually a nice guy. I don't really buy the whole. Uh, I'm gonna murder your fucking family, AJ Styles. I yeah, I don't really. Hey, Wendy, I don't really buy that. Yeah, to be fair, he he presents himself as a formal businessman at meet and greets and stuff. Like yeah. you know, he at, at Access uh, this past April, he actually showed up in a suit. He uh, was part of the main event mafia angle for a while. Actually. Yeah, he showed up in a suit, and then you know he he was very cordial with fans. Like he's not much kupal. Like you know how su- some celebrities at even at meet and greets can be kupal. Yeah. Samoa Joe, thankfully, was not one of them. So there. Right. Joe's a good guy. All right, let's uh, talk about WWE really quickly because Stomping Grounds is not a bad show. Uh, there were some bad matches or there were some segments that were a bit tough to watch, aye, tough aye, to aye. sit through, but uh, there were some great bits and pieces of it like the Cruiserweight title match was really awesome. I enjoyed it. Kaitna, I haven't really seen 205 since WrestleMania week. The, the build-up was great, actually. And then to see that match, that's good shit, man. Yeah, I mean, Ro wanted to be here to talk about this. Um, and it was really good. I actually... I oh my god, like he's not here. Yeah. I can make it my pick of the week. But my re- original pick of the week was going to be um, Team Canada versus the New Day. The Quebecers. The Quebecers. <laughs> the literal Quebecers. The un-Americans. Eh, well, we'll see where it goes. But I do enjoy seeing them get their win against the New Day and in this fashion with the MVP of the match really being Xavier Woods unexpectedly it's good shit man it's like this was this was um, low stakes elevating four guys who don't necessarily get you know all the screen time in the world one of them being my boy 
the funny thing about this match is that it really just drives the point home that the brand split is dead because the idea of splitting Sami Zayn away from Kevin Owens is to desaturate them. Not from even one that. The wild card rule is probably following the brand split. It's, yeah, it's, it doesn't. Nobody even mentions it anymore. It's, yeah, it's natural now. Yeah, yeah uh, I mean, Sami's technically on Raw. Kevin Owens technically on SmackDown, and yet they're tagging. And they're Left appearing and on right. yeah on, on either show, so it doesn't really matter at this point. But yeah, you know, if uh, if it means we get a good match like that, then um, I, I guess it's a good byproduct, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not the intended result for sure. But yeah, no, it's, it's a, a, it's, a, it's, a it's a it is a byproduct for all intents and purposes. So what else was good about Stomping Ground? I love the Daniel Bryan and Rowan match. That was yes. fun. Against Daniel Bryan, yeah, Daniel Bryan, I have to say, is the one constant in all this shitstorm that we're in. Yeah. But yes, no, not, no, they were in Tacoma, yeah. Washington, which yes. is near Seattle, and near Aberdeen, where Daniel where Bryan from. grew up. Yeah. yeah, that's a hometown crowd. If you ever saw one, yeah. So sobrang pro Bryan nila. So you can you can see Bryan kind of dealing with it and still acting like a like, like a jerk. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Like, they got they got a fucking Bioprius chant going. Mm, yeah, yeah. fucking Please hipsters. Recycle. Like, and then because it that that's what. The upper northwest is like, it's really that. Yeah. Now they're those are, they are Daniel Bryan's advocacy made real. Yes. So to see that, I'm just like, I'm not surprised, but this is good shit. No um, but Kofi versus Dolph is also good. Good, good could be better finish. Yeah, I, I actually like no, no, I actually like the the finish because it's something I haven't really seen in a steel cage match. Just uh, to see one guy. Leap from like the other side of the ring when the other guy was about to crawl out. Yeah, that's that. It, I, it felt I, I unnecessary. Felt like that was only done to showcase more of Kofi's athleticism, uh, yeah, escapability. Yeah. Yung mga during the Royal Rumble. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's it, a lot it, of unnecessary things that he does. It's flippy to, shit. Yeah, to just to garner a, a, a reaction exactly. So. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Um, I, I also like that they advanced the Bailey Alexa Bliss Nikki cross story. That Again, was fun. That it, was it's fun. It's weird seeing Alexa and Nikki getting involved with Bailey, who's a SmackDown Women's Champion. But um, I, I really like all three performers. I yes. think that they work pretty well together. It's nice to see Alexa stringing Nikki cross along. Nah, you know, Nikki is unhinged and naive. It's a pretty fun con- uh, combination. Which we haven't really seen in a while. Yeah, also. yeah. Uh, like, you know, Nikki's not inherently evil, at least this iteration of her character. And Alexa is using her, stringing her along. Mean girling her. Uh, mean girling her, diba? And then there's Bailey, who's the babyface champion, who's just trying to fend off all comers. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like this, like, those three, the, the fact that they're actually referencing NXT days for this just feels like. This has Triple H's fingerprints all over this. Because the three Yeah, yeah, that's right. All yeah. of them did go through the NXT system as we know it. Yeah. So it's like it's one more layer that they they were allowed to reference that they did very well in the match. How Bailey peaked in NXT and that Alexa was the one who took it from her. I like that storytelling and I like that nuance with it. Uh, Ricochet versus Samoa Joe also good shit that was another, good, that was good another shit. title change Ricochet yeah. is the new US champion so for those keeping score he's now a North American champion and a US champion so he's kulang na lang Mr. America he's yeah he's basically Mr. America. Mr. America yeah or you know Ricochet could you know start coming out to this is America or I was gonna say I'm a real American because they still have the rights to that well, yeah. just to whitewash Hogan just to whitewash Hogan more if they wanted to they no, could. Hogan's been welcomed back 
But he made his grand return at Mania. Yes, but more whitewashing. Why would you want to whitewash someone you've already brought back? There's literally no logic to that. Now, to, to counteract to that point, has anything the WWE done story-wise since had any logic to it? They did bring back The Undertaker since Mania. For, oh, for yeah, no this is yeah, on, on I'm jumping forward a little bit here. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of this. Um, I think it's unnecessary. Uh, both for Taker and for the rest of us. Does does he need money? I feel like Taker is at the point in his life where he's just bumabawi na lang siya. Like it's it's him trying to regain his former glory. Because the last match he had was with Goldberg, and we all know you shot on that. Yeah, really and hard. we all know how that ended up, right? Mm. And I feel like as Undertaker, being Undertaker, he had he wants one more chance in. The spotlight, I guess. Or one more chance to have a good match by yeah. the uni last, the bad, last match. Like, yeah. Because but, then when the semi-retirement with Roman Reigns, that was actually pretty good. Yeah, like, that, if that was it. That's not. See, look at this tag team match. You have 48-year-old Shane McMahon, 50-something-year-old Undertaker, and then right. Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. Roman Reigns who just came back from leukemia, but okay. And Drew McIntyre who, well... Hasn't... Well, Drew McIntyre is Drew McIntyre. Yeah, it's so. good shit. But at the end of the day, it's like... Why are we getting this for Extreme Rules? Yeah. Does any of this make sense? It still hasn't been explained it, why The Undertaker uh, was in this in the first place. Nobody... Is it perceived respect for Roman Reigns? Because Roman Reigns took him out? Is it something deeper than that? Nobody knows. Because anything that has to do with The Undertaker at this point is just... Hi, I'm the dead man. Yeah, like it's, it's Undertaker for the sake of being Undertaker. Without any purpose or to put anything over. Yeah, he's he's essentially a Deus Ex Machina type of wrestler. Na parang pwede mo siyang, they, they're forcing him into any storyline. He's because, ECW's nine one one. Yes, like, it doesn't make <laughs> doesn't need to make it sense. Doesn't need to make sense, but uh, it's here. Yeah. You're happy. What do you guys think about Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch's relationship being acknowledged in kayfabe now? Nah. And oh, being used okay, as part okay. of the this, Baron Corbin and Lacey This Evans is Tango. where I have feelings uh, come into the picture. Because I feel like, and I was listening to Shoemaker before this. Recording. Oh, okay. That, I was going to say, sounds like a Shoemaker thing. And um, he made a few points that made sense to me. One of which was being no relationship outside of kayfabe being brought into kayfabe last very long most of it ends pretty tragically now I am not saying that this is a fearless forecast sana wag daman diba? yeah. I want to see them grow as a couple being that I am both huge fans of both of them but end of the day oh well, yeah you are a huge you fan are. you are Parang, okay. Was that a fat joke stand? No! Wow! Is that, is that, Wait, wow. Well, I was, I was going to say, it, it's a... Uh, well, Chino's very active on social media, so he follows them so. also. <laughs> I was going to say, you, re- you you do. You do. Shut up, Camus. Anyway, so, so now, I, I really... I don't really know what this has to do with... Real life? With, with No, even within the storyline... Except for the fact that it's WWE trying to shove more Baron Corbin, more Lacey Evans down our throats. This is also coupled with the fact that they're saying that, oh yeah, Baron Corbin's getting his push because he's a womanizing. Apparently, he's, he's he, not womanizing. He is attract. He is very attractive to the women. Yeah, like, he's, like he, he fulfills a certain aesthetic. 
sort of, right? Like Yeah, that's that's what's coming out this week. And it's just like when you see shit like that, it's like so he gets a push because he has a nice body and we're pushing that down and we're pushing um Rollins and Becky that that's getting pushed down our throats just because it's cute yeah, and it's right? real. So what what does Lacey have to do with anything? She She's there. The, well, she's just what what why is does she have to be there? Why is why, why is she why is she part of the picture? We've already had three matches of Becky and Lacey, all of which don't really do anything for any of the people who've seen it. Uh, this last one being absolutely God awful. Yes, I'm sorry. exactly. And the fact that Lacey is now apparently a special guest referee. I mean, why? 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 Why do we have to get this twist shoved down our throats? See, this is one of the reasons why, um, for the first time in years, I haven't watched Raw. I haven't watched SmackDown religiously. I mean, okay, I, I caught SmackDown abroad, this week, but you were abroad. I was abroad for two of those weeks, but in this week, I didn't watch Raw at all. I only caught the highlights, and for me. Uh, the highlights are the 24-7 skits. Yes. Like, the 24-7 championship is one of the few good things on TV right yes. now. Yes. And I love what R-Truth, Carmella, Drake Maverick, and the whole, everyone else in the whole cast of doing. characters. Yeah, for some reason, yun yung nagugusta ni Vince, and yun din yung, yung nagugusta ng mga creative juices nila. And, and they're coming up with good stuff. Like, I, I like how they brought in Drake Maverick's real-life wedding into it, and then... Now Drake Maverick is yeah, a disheveled man. That, that yeah. was this week also. Yeah, the Drake Maverick uh, apparently has marital problems now. Yeah, with Renee Michelle. Yeah, because he can't get it up with yeah. his wife. Can't get it on with his wife, rather. Yeah, he can't consummate the marriage. Yeah. And just have the R2 with, oh, you're constipated. Uh-huh. Yeah, fiber is good for that, bro. So, you know, like, it, it, it's funny. It's good. And when you think about it, parang mas malaki pa yung value ng 24-7 championship kesa sa intercontinental championship. Yes. Kasi yung 24-7, hinahabol nilang lahat eh. Like, technically, everyone should be going after the WWE Championship. Or, okay, if you say na only the top guys can really contend for the top prom- uh, the top championship, then technically, everyone should go after the Intercontinental yes. or the United States Championships. And yet, uh, sino bang challenger ng US ngayon? Wala. Well, they just... AJ Styles. AJ Styles. Yeah, AJ Styles is going after it. But no one else is telling AJ na, hey, how come you're going after Ricochet now? Why now? No one is telling uh, Nakamura to go to the back of the line and not challenge Finn Balor. And yet, the 24-7 championship seems like it's open season. And I, I get it. I get the answer. Yes. You can take it literally anytime and anywhere. Pero with the way it's being defended and presented and uh, with, with its story being told this way, ang taas ng value niya ngayon. And you have an eight-time champion in our nine truth. Time. Nine time, nine time, shit. Nine time, yeah, yeah, he's a nine-time champ. Wow. Oh. If you count that that fictional defense against little Jimmy, he is now a nine-time champion. Goddamn. <laughs> but see, look at how much fun we're having with just that. In isolation, like in isolation, take it out of everything. Is this fun? Yeah, the twenty-four-seven shit is fun. Do we like it? Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah. So this is the most harmless fun we can have with guys that we otherwise probably wouldn't care about. Yeah, I mean Cedric became a champion this yes. week. EC3 became EC3. a champion this week. God, this Heath Slater also Heath Slater was became a champion. champion for a quick bit. Oh. So it's like it's fun. It's absurd, but in a time where WWE needs to make sense, if this is the thing that's getting eyeballs on the product, that's kind of sad, deba. Right? Yeah, it is. It, it really is. And I wish that it could be better. I mean, I'm not invested in Kofi Dolph either. 
Um, I'm glad that Kofi's moving on to Joe, even though it's also weird that Joe is a Raw superstar. And he suddenly... Again, no, again, no, no nothing, more wild card rule. Let's nothing, forget about that. Just, just throw it out the window. Nothing yeah. has to make sense anymore. That's yeah. that's so, 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 I mean, like, I'm all in for Finn Nakamura just because it's Finn yes. Nakamura. I actually like that rivalry, even though, again, it is underexplained. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, there's history there dating back to Japan yeah. and NXT. But they're not going to reference Yeah, they're Japan. not going to use New Japan references. I don't they're, think they're going to reference NXT either. They did. Oh, they overlap nga din sila, no? Yeah. They had yeah. a match. They had a match. They had a match together, yeah. Icon versus Icon. Yes. yes I remember. But to be a... Icon, I must defeat Icon. That it's, was the line. It was okay. That See, was... I I, uh, I hope that the Finn Nakamura feud somehow makes it its way to Manila. Because they are by, coming by to Manila by September. Yes. It's in three months. You got your tickets? I do have my tickets. You got your tickets? I am about to get my tickets. Okay. Ikaw ba, Kamos? Meron naman. Okay. Meron naman. But the, my point being that if if the if they're actually gonna take Nakamura seriously now, this is how you do it. They have to though, because he hasn't been on anything for the longest time. It's like hi, because this week, literally, when when he comes out, it's like, hero, I'm back, I'm back from doing what? House shows. When was the last time you? He hasn't cared? done anything. He's, he was supposed to be in a tag team with Rusev, but Rusev. Was dealing with his own shit, so yeah. now that nothing happened, he dragged Nakamura down with him, and I now don't we don't really know, we don't where, know Nakamura's where Nakamura's been. Because at this point, like I just have to, when we bring up Finn, Finn, this angle, you have to remember that Nakamura was m- the most popular guy in Japan for an extended period of time, like at least three years, holding the IC title. This is the first time they're really putting him in a program for that. For the WWE version of that belt, it's kind of poetic that it's against Finn. If this is one of those wink, wink, nudge, nudge internet fan base, come jump on this. I want them to take it seriously, and I want them to treat him the way he should have been treated a long time ago. Yeah, but if uh, the WWE is just a vacation for Shinsuke Nakamura, I'm also happy for him. Like that's that's a, that's the goal, but that's the dream to just get paid to have fun. Yeah. And to live in yeah. a country you want to live in. To surf as much as you want. Uh, yeah. And if it means that you won't have to have too many miles on your odometer, then God bless you. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. the dream. Yes. He Good doesn't for have you. to. He doesn't have to wrestle as hard a match as as he, he would used to. Yeah. as he would in Japan. But my point, my point, my big point being here was that I fell in love with that version of Nakamura, like the the true artistry yeah, no, that he I, used to have. I get it. I get it. And it, it makes me sad to be like, you're off TV this long. Yes, this is the guy you should have had when you came in. But, man alive, I wish this was better circumstances. Here's the thing. I, you, you probably want better things for Nakamura. But I think Nakamura is perfectly happy with the way things are. In the same way that Heath Slater is perfectly happy that he'll just get pinned and you know, do a house show match, and then tapos na, that's his week. That and he did talk about that on ENC. On ENC, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there are people na masaya na sila na ganon yung buhay nila, and you know, if if the, if they're happy with that work situation, then again, God bless them. Good for them. If they, they're happy and they know it, clap your hands. Yeah, they landed in the perfect spot, so good for them, right? Okay, uh, so we're, we're just really hoping for the best card, for the best lineup for WWE in Manila. Uh, again, it's happening September twenty, and there are a lot of things happening around that date as well. 
so it, it's it's a great time to be a Filipino wrestling fan. That's all I'm going to say for now. Yeah, and there's PWR Live coming up this Sunday. Sunday, That's right. Sunday. It is Sunday, 2 p.m. at the Power Max Center Spotlight in Circuit Makati. You've got your main event. Uh, that's the Matira Matibay match between Cuatro, the defending PWR champion, and Ralph Imabayashi, the no former champion. No, no ropes. No ropes. Blood sports style. And after that, uh, you've got the PHX championship between Chino Ginto and uh, John, John Sebastian. Sebastian. You've you also got, got Vlad Sinsik taking on T-Hawk. OWE champion. AWE superstar. Wrestler. AEW oh, wrestler. AEW wrestler. OWE champion. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so T-Hawk. Got, you've got that. You've also got the PWR championship tournament. Eight names all uh, clashing in some way, shape, fashion, or form. Our next guest, Cali Nueva, is actually one of them. We've also got the tag team championship match between the Yolo Twins and the Kakai Bros. Kakai Bros defending their titles. Uh, the Naughty Boys have a match as well. Well... Two of us. Yeah, two of us uh, do. So it's no, uh, three and of us. No, three of us do in two matches. Yeah, so it's Camus and Jemberlin. They're going to be taking on Jay Serra. Wait, are they letting you play? Yes. Yes. TDT is letting you play? Yes. Yeah, well, Jay Serra and Robin. By the time this drops, yes. Okay. And so then it, uh, Tutan is facing Martivo for the All Out War Championship. All Out War La. All Out War La Championship. Yeah. Warla. Yeah. Please. Uh, what what matches am I missing? Um, uh, Mahabang usapan with Cuatro. Mahabang is going, to, is yeah, going yeah. to go down. And there's that four way uh, TDT and ECX versus MSG. No, TDT and ECX oh, are not, not in this match. Oh, they're not in this match. Okay, dude. I mean, you you're managing your boys are in. Well, this yes, match. MSG, Daxian Gatilio, uh, the End Game, and the Network. Yes. Yes. May ano pa, uh, another guest Shaukat. Shoutcut versus Bolt is the one we're missing because right. that was just announced. Also. Right, so Shoutcut versus Bolt, that's another uh, money match. Good that, luck, Bolt. That uh, we are right, looking people. forward to have. Gambate. So, yeah, RIP Bolt. It was nice. Gambate naman Bolt. Gambate Bolt. It was nice knowing you. Okay. Uh, tickets are available at three nine nine for your barcada prior your your pre order price. Your barcada bundle is at one hundred ninety nine for three, and if you want to buy them at the gate, it'll be four hundred fifty pesos. Yeah, right before Pakanern, in case you're keeping tabs on AEW, they actually have a free show that's called Fighter Fest. So it's that's going to be t- uh, the day of. Day of, yeah. So this one is one of those specials that they did book. Uh, it's been building for a while on BTE. It's in collaboration with a gaming festival yes. also called CEO Gaming Fest. That's the one where um, I think last year or two years ago, uh, you had Xavier Woods facing off against Kenny Omega the in Street, Street Fighter. Fighter. And then last year, they did it again, but with the Bucks and full new day into the so if you want to catch a show, you can watch it for free on Bleacher Report Live at 7.30 a.m. on Sunday. Yeah. So just wake up early and then after that, PWR can have wrestling all day. All day, the full day. and it just But it is it is a fun show. It is actually John Moxley's AEW yes. formal debut. In-ring debut, yes. Here's yeah. a match card. You've got the buy-in pre-show featuring SCU versus the best friends versus the private party. Private party is the... They were in the Battle Royale. Right, uh, then you've got Christopher yeah. Daniels versus Sima. That's so, good shit. That's obviously, good no T Hawk because he'll be in the Philippines. For he'll be here. PWR. Yeah. Wrestling for PWR. You have a hardcore match between Michael Nakazawa and Alex Jabaley. Alex Jabaley is with CEO, so this might just become one of those joke matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And you've got a three-way women's match between Yuka Sakazaki, so adorable. Uh, the very young Riho and Nyla Rose. Yes, so all three featured in Double or Nothing. So mm-hmm. the, the trend-setting, trailblazing Nyla Rose. That's right. Yes. Uh, you've got Hangman Page versus Jungle Boy, aka Luke Perry's son, versus Jimmy Havoc versus MJF. Which this should is, be interesting. Because it, it was it was incredible. The build-up on BTE was really funny because they just were like, "Oh wait." Page, you want this guy? You want this guy? And then it's just like, okay, whatever. Fuck yeah, it. all of them are being built up actually. The Hangman Page is their blue collar baby face. MJF is their young cocky heel. Jimmy Havoc is parang sira ulo na you know, just attack anyone. Yeah, you know, he'll just kill anyone. Then Jungle Boy, who's uh, somehow built a reputation for himself uh, over the last few months, like a cult reputation. Yeah, yeah cult following. I would even argue that uh, Jimmy Havoc's a little bit of their horror wrestler. Yes. No, well, he, he always has been like had an element of, but he's always but the psychosis has he's, always he's been there. Very, he's very he reminds me a lot of those Rob Zombie horror movies. Nah, very colorful but scary. Okay, just I, I looked at you because like not everyone knows what a Rob Zombie. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. it's colorful but in a frightening, frightening way. way. Yeah. All right, moving on. You've got Cody versus Darby Allen. Darby Allen is one of those English indie guys that. Should be wrestling on NXT UK, but isn't, so he's with them. He's that good. He's really good and should be fun to watch. And then you've got John Moxley in his AEW in ring debut versus Joey Janela. Well, that should be good. That yeah, should be yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah, who the fuck booked this shit? It's the, you, you, book, you book the man, you book two of the most psychotic men in wrestling. Yeah, that's what you want, though. That's what you want. That's why I'm scared. Yeah, you want Papa Tain Yeah, you just I'm want scared. that for 15 minutes. Well, if this goes longer than that and involves weapons, I am scared, sir. I'm pretty sure weapons will be involved. Yeah, one way or another, I'm pretty sure somebody's going to bite somebody. And then uh, the main event is the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, basically the elite. Yes. Versus the Lucha Brothers and Laredo Kid. Laredo Kid, okay, if you've never seen him, he's a fucking psychopath also and will mesh very well with these two psychotic Mexican wrestlers that we have grown to love. And you already know what the other side can do. Yeah, Laredo Kid's uh, a luchador. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, well, he's Mexican, so. Yeah. What? I'm just that's that's that, that's the whole point of being a luchador, either, right? Well, I mean, you can be a luchador and not be Mexican. Yeah, I'm just saying. You can be Canadian and generic. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's true. So, still a luchador, uh, right? All right. Yeah. Okay. okay, I guess, yeah. All right. So there you go. Fighter Fest available on Bleacher Report live for free on Sunday, 7.30 a.m. Then after that, catch PWR Live Pak Ganern, 2 p.m. So may time ka pa mag-lunch. May time ka pa maghanap ng parking sa Circuit Makati. Or go to Circuit Makati at 6.30. Mag-jogging ka ng isang oras. Manood ka ng Fighter Fest yes. sa Macau Imperial Tea. Exactly. Use free Wi-Fi. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I was gonna get at because that's what we did um, for Double or Nothing. Mga grepa talagang po. More on that later. Yeah, uh, that term, we're gonna be explaining word that of the full. Probably the word of the week. Um, okay, you know what? Stancy word of the week, Chino Liao joke of the week. I know. Shut up, Camus. Shut up, Camus. And let's with get that, to Cali. yeah, let's get to Cali Nueva. Our guest is getting amped up or tired of us, uh, however you, you want to put it. Cali Nueva, the Renaissance Man on the SGP Podcast. What's up, guys? This is uh, Mr. Athletic Jeff Cobb, and you're listening to the SGP Podcast. Time for us to get to our guest on this week's episode of the podcast, and I think the episode just got a little bit more hipster with the entrance of this guest. And when I said the word hipster, I'm betting you already know who this guest is. 
Cue She's Only 16. Cue Ugh. the Wes Anderson praise. Ugh. Cue all that hipster bullshit. Yeah. Welcome Woo. to the podcast, Kali Nueva. Heyo. Right, Kali, uh, it's your first episode, uh, first guesting rather, on yes. the podcast. We're so happy that you were able to make time for us. Um, Especially with the weather. Yeah. That oh, sucks. Happy to be here. How's it going? Uh, given that uh, we are at a point in time in, uh, in the year in the Philippines now, walang tubig, so nakaburat siya. Well, I always have water. I just live down the road. The... He doesn't live too far down the road. Yeah. Are oh. you from the same village? Technically, yes. Oh yeah, we yes. are. We, barangay. Yes. Same barangay. Yeah. Same barangay. So yeah, so so apparently he's from the same barangay as Calmos, which is the rich people barangay, which is why they still have water. Well, the rest of us plebs have nothing. Which no. is why he can also afford to watch Wes Anderson yeah. whenever he wants. This is why he has money for real avocados. <laughs> I, I do. I do. He actually have literally outside. does have literal Organic. avocado. Oh, where, the, where did you get them? Online. My mom bought them. Okay. Tinatanim niyo ba? Or like, do you no, just, no, 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 you no, order there, them? There, there are a lot of sellers for fruit online. Fruit Tinatanim mong puta. He's not that hipster. <laughs> He's not, okay. That's gonna take a while. Okay, the guy, Raf, you're okay with that? I guess so. Okay. We're both Rafs. We're both Rafs, I know. But I'm Camus, you're Raf. I'm Kali. You're also Kali. Yes. Oh. I, okay, so, he's, he's a fucking hipster in real life also. Mm. The thing is, you can get your fruits online from direct from the farmers and I think that's what your mom did. Yeah. She like, has a phase I, right now. She yeah. just buy, buys everything organic. <laughs> I mean, that's a good thing, right? Yeah, that's, that's good. It's healthy. She has the money for it. And so you support the mga local farmers. Yes. Talaga. Exactly. The, the, the money goes directly farmers, to them. Yes. Wala nang middleman, wala nang uh, big tycoon getting mm. in the way. Yung nadadaan sa Aquinos. Or sa pamilya ko. Or sa, yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, if they were my family, I wouldn't have to work, right? So, Kind of defeats the purpose. <laughs> anyway, uh, so let's let's get to the story. Mm. Let's get to the Kali Nueva story, and it all starts with your wrestling fandom. Because how else would you get here if you're not a fan? So where mm-hmm. does it all begin for you? How did you end up being a wrestling fan? WrestleMania 20. That was the precise moment when it started. I remember watching John Cena versus The Big Show. That was my first ever match. Really? And yeah. How do you end up watching 20 in the first place? Like, oh. if you were not a fan, how do you know? Now? Oh, my WrestleMania. Because my cousin. Because I, I, I used to um, live at my grandmother's house and she used to babysit me and my cousin. Okay. And at night when my grandma was asleep, we'd sneak uh, to master bed, not in the living room. Okay. And then we'd, we'd turn on solar TV. Okay. USA pa USA. Yeah. Ultimate in sports and, and action. And we just, you know, turn the so volume down. So from hipster niya, reference solar. Yeah, we... we, we Turned the TV on one one day and it was like uh, WrestleMania 20. Mm-hmm. The, that was the first match. So what did you think? Now you you'd never seen wrestling before. You had no idea who this John Cena guy was, this Big Show guy was. What went into your head when you saw this match? Like any other ten year old back then, it was so cool. Just the first move I ever saw was young John Cena lifting up the Big Show. That was like For my. My, the FU, no yeah, FU I, that was like my Hulk Hogan. This was Chain Gang John Cena. Chain Gang John Cena. Andre the Giant. Yeah, that was your yeah. moment. Yeah, that was my moment. And 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 you're a fan, kind of immediately after that. Yeah, I mean, I saw guys like Rey Mysterio, Undertaker, Eddie Guerrero. I was part of that 2004. Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit. <laughs> Who's your first favorite? Rey Mysterio. Still, still, still is. to this day. What is it about Rey Mysterio that just uh, gravitates towards you know gravitate, you gravitate, makes you gravitate towards him? He's a small guy, so when I, I especially remember 
when he won the championship 2006 mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah wrestlemania yeah, I, I, w- I went crazy and I, I told the whole school about it even if they weren't watching wrestling back then because I remember only like five of us in the class like, high school high, high, no, no. Grade, school. grade five. Oh, wow wait yeah. wow. Yeah, where'd you okay. go for grade school or, or high school sacred art school in, okay, in multinational uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. okay so yeah. now, now, now that makes everything clear I'm just like five guys Lang? no 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 I mean watching. five guys no, watching. Watch. Yeah, yeah watching at the time because yeah. that was like that was resurgent WWE panawad. Yeah, it, it it never really um caught on caught on until like 2007 or something ah, okay. for some reason John Cena I guess. Yeah. So apparently everyone just had to be had to be like oh yeah Rey Mysterio is cool but it's like everyone wanted to be John Cena. Yeah, John Cena. I was one of the few Rey Mysterio marks in the in the crowd back then. Uh, and, and I mean to this day you still I still am. You still yeah. are. But like do you think? Well, did you follow him like when he was away from WWE? Oh no! Well, I after um, when I was late late high school, yeah, college, I wasn't really watching that much wrestling anymore because like Jack TV, Jack TV was out. Yeah. Solar didn't pick it up. Like um, episodes were like an hour each. Yeah, na compressed na siya This was during the the wrestling the, the, semi- the dark ages. Yeah, the semi- wrestling out of the mid two thousands. Yes. No, hindi nga mid two thousands. I would say early 20, uh, 2010s. Because yes. twenty eleven, twenty twelve, mayro pa sa Jack TV, oh, then it disappeared yeah. for a few years before Fox picked it up yeah. in the mid twenty tens. So this is I mean the fallout karen of the fandom. Fallout. Yeah, I even missed yung era ni CM Punk. Okay. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan. So, okay lang ka nagbalik loob? Uh, I forgot. WrestleMania. I think it was Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar. So, 30. So, 30. 30. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, yeah, So, WrestleMania 30, that was like 2014. Was it like a viewing party? Because there was a viewing party by OGPWR. So, yeah. what was it about by 30 that brought one, yeah. you in? Uh, I had a friend who, uh, from high school, from grade school actually. Mm. Who... Why does this sound similar, Stan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who just invited me to watch. Uh-huh. Um, and I just, after so long of not watching, of not enjoying wrestling, it just came back in. You know, mm-hmm. The feelings of like, just marking out to wrestling. And then after that, tuloy tuloy na ulit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, as a PWR wrestler now, um, did you ever see yourself in the ring? Or did you always just expect to be just a fan? I didn't. I only... Even the first time I ever watched PWR, that was September 2017. Okay. In... It's pretty late. Pretty that's, late. Yeah, that's, that's pretty late. Yeah, that's the first Power Map show. Yeah, Spotlight Day Stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how did... Oh, no, no, no. What was the show in the playground? Ah, that oh, was Renaissance. Okay. Renaissance June 2016. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. June 2017. Pala. Fisher Mall. Fisher Mall. You Fisher were... Mall, yeah. That was your first show? Yeah. God damn. How did you find PWR in the first place? Like, how did you know, na, oh, meron pala locally, you know, you just got into the fandom again, and then you were watching WWE, and then how do you discover PWR? Uh, I Again, I had a friend, a different friend now from college, uh-huh. who said, you know, he always bugged me about uh, watching the shows. This isn't Dirk. Not at uh, Dirk. That was, he he was a high school friend. Dirk was the high school friend. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sorry, hi, Dirk. Kimbo, Kimbo <laughs> was the guy who brought me to PWR. Okay. Uh, and he still watches regularly. Okay. 
Um, so yeah, well, your question was what was my first impression? Or? No, no, how, how do you find PWR in the first place? So oh, your yeah. friend brought you there. How did you find out about it? Yes. And then what did you think? Nanodka for the first time. Sounds a good, that's a good show to that come in for. The first uh, Filipino, I guess, is he Filipino? Um, Billy Sway. Billy Sway. Yeah, he's been yeah. He is, okay. So yeah. yeah, as soon as I saw him, I was like, this guy, this guy is a wrestler. Mm. Like, yes, yes. He, I mean, like you know, he has that aura about him. Like that was the one takeaway, not just one, but like that was the biggest one takeaway. Biggest. Yeah, he's against Sandata. Yeah, yeah. Data. yeah. And I got involved in that match. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got involved in that match. So okay, so um, Billy Swade was your biggest takeaway from that show, and Anion, did you become a frequent viewer after, or did you uh, immediately look out for bootcamp opportunities? What happened next? Um. Camus knows what happens then. No, no, you, you do that. Yeah, the, you, you tell your story. It's, your, it's your thing. We can, we, when we, I jump in, yeah. we, because I know, you know... I mean, we can talk to Camus, but we always talk to Camus. <laughs> We'd rather talk to you. So, wow, thanks. Uh, the first boot camp, I guess, quote-unquote, I ever went to mm. was the Art of War tryout. The, the, the now defunct and no longer operational <laughs> Art of War Wrestling, which yeah. is officially still... folded to our knowledge. So how did you find them? Like, like, why did you end up training there and how did you find them? I I, I guess I saw it on Facebook because that's the only thing I could remember. Actually, mm-hmm. I, I do remember how this went down because yeah, yeah, like, yeah. that there was that opening and then we were going to open up boot camp a couple of weeks after. That was batch eight, right? Batch eight, yeah. yes. Yeah. So, so, training kamuna with Art of War that was it, at MCS. Yes, the MCS open day was so hot. How is it like? Can you take us through you whatever you remember from the experience? Brian Leo was talking a lot of shit about you guys. Oh wow! <laughs> wait, wait, when you say wait, you wait, guys, wait, are you referring I, to the I, podcast what? or about PWR? Uh, PWR, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Okay. Why? Why? Why you guys? That's us guys now, eh? Guys, guys, it is Kadi's story. It interlaps. It, inter- it, it, it just Inter-rims. flows into each other. Okay, fair. So, fair. Uh, so, so like, what, what did you hear at the time? And did it affect your, your opinion about PWR? Yeah, I, I, get, I don't remember it exactly, but, you know, stuff about being legit, stuff like that. Mm. You know, like, uh, I don't remember the exact words. Uh, he used, but I know that there was like a negative parang feeling. Co- yeah, about. Did he use the words estafa at any point? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't remember. I did not steal that pa. Yeah, I remember him and Maverick. Mm. Machine Maverick. Machine. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, that guy. Yes, the big guy. They who were was... so bitter about PWR for some reason. Okay, and it was weird because Zayden was there. Oh All no, right. we knew that. We knew that. Yeah, you, so you. did you and Zayden know each other? Uh, did you and Zayden already know each other from back well, then, or did you? Just... I didn't. I really didn't. I don't remember him from the show. I guess I have short term memory, something. But oh, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> You're so young, sir. But um, I do remember being so impressed with him because, like, oh my god, this guy's a beginner. Why mm. is he doing all the drills? So, uh, you know. Perfectly, because <laughs> he's those drills actually, came from yeah. Yeah, he's actually wrestling. So, but yeah, I would I would admit that apparently, like, if you're coming into that and then biglang Zayden was there, like from what I remember, because I did remember seeing the online broadcast that they did for that. I was like, oh, he's there, and then like everyone else 
has nothing. Has no background in wrestling or yeah. ever came through PWR. I, that I time. remember us doing, you know, the typical cardio until you're almost about to puke drills. Yeah, yeah. Um, the day one drills. Yeah, 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 and teaching us how to bump, attack the ropes. On day um, one, he even taught us how to do up and overs. Okay, here's a question because this is something I heard through the grapevine and I want to confirm this. Uh-huh. Uh, were you immediately taught to take the Nightmare Slam like as one of the first lessons? The Nightmare Slam being the finisher of that Machine Maverick Knight. Uh, no. Okay. I mean, it, I would remember if it happened to me. But Maybe it no. happened on the second, the second, the day, second day. So like what, like first, like, uh, first training? Ka lang first then. training and I was expecting an email. Mm. And they didn't send me one. An email for what? The contracts, I guess. Okay. <laughs> they did, no, they did say that there were going to be contracts for you. Yeah, these as guys. soon as like we ended the training, the first day, they already said, okay, we're going to have you sign contracts. Like um, talent exclusivity, yeah, talent, all that stuff. For merchandise and shit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. Okay. So, uh, so you didn't even make it to the talent contract part. So what did you do next? Um, I just watched wrestling shows like PWR then I uh, eventually um, I just saw the PWR uh, bootcamp batch 9 poster yeah. with, with Zayden on it again <laughs> <laughs> wow you know this is this is this yeah, is gonna become yeah, yeah. a pattern it it is. Is. like early 2018 or late 2017 late January 2018 <gasps> okay yeah okay because like you've you came in what about 20, yeah, at that time. Yeah, for that batch. Late no, 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 for that batch. But then I'm talking about his debut. I'm trying to peg his debut as June 24. No, as, as RT1. As RT1. As RT1. That was June. So that was pretty quick. Six months six or less months, than six but, months into yeah. your training as a wrestler. So, how is it like going into boot camp having had experience that one training day? Like, did that help? Did it give you an insight into what to expect? Yeah, I, I, I did. You know, I wasn't nervous anymore because I knew that, you know, they just. Uh, because back in the Art of War uh, tryout, I was very nervous. Because like, would would they accept me? Like, would would they cut me off? Well, which they did. Mm-hmm. But this time, I was like, okay, I know that they're gonna uh, try to push me as much as possible uh, to see if like I really want it. Because after the, the Art of War tryout, uh, I looked up online what actually happened during tryouts, and like, you know, mostly most of the time they just they blow you up. They blow you up and see if like you really want it. So that was the first part. Um, and after I that's in all tryouts, not just um, not just yeah. PW, uh, not just Art of War. Not not, just... Uh, it, it's like that's that's standard for most uh, yeah. okay. wrestling tryouts. Okay, because you can build up the cardio, the body, but if if you have a weak will, I guess yeah. mm. if you give up give up too easily, if you're not coachable. Uh, they're gonna cut you off early. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So when you entered boot camp, do you uh, can you tell us like some of the names that people would recognize who are part of your boot camp batch? Uh, go I'm, the, go, go, I'm the only one. He's okay. the only one passed so far. You're the so only far, one who's so graduated far. so far. There's this other guy who uh, pops up every now and then. I I try to encourage him, mm-hmm. but so far it's just me. Wait, is your batch the same as the women's batch? No, 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 no. Funny Different story, batch. actually, because since I'm the only one from batch nine now, mm-hmm. um, one day I just received a message, yeah, notifying mm-hmm. me that I've been added to the batch eight group chat. Okay. 
So like it was so heartwarming that they chose to adopt me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. So and, so it's like if you ever see like Kali with a bunch of people like his his wrestling crew. Yeah. Um, is not necessarily his official batchmates. Yeah. So who's from batch eight? Like uh, from the main roster people that audiences would recognize. Uh, well, Jemmerlin. Jay, well, no, not Jay, but not Jay, but they adopt, they adopt the yeah, Jay Sarah's also OG, right? Yeah, OG, yeah, OG. Batch, batch one, yeah, batch one, batch one, technically, batch Is one, she? Na, na, yeah, yes, yes, batch yes. one, and Apatigil then came back oh, and rejoined okay. batch wow. eight, Personal okay, problem. yeah, women's batch. Wow, okay, so okay. technically, it's like so it's, it's the women basically, the women, yeah, plus me and some another guy. There's another guy. There's another main roster, na diba? Or is is the guy still a young boy? Mm. The guy's a young boy, isn't he? He's, yeah. he's a okay, young boy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he has a really nice moonsault, though. Okay, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna leave it at that for now. But yeah. they, they're the they're the very familiar young boys that yes. you've seen because sila yung bibo. They're the ones who who really put in work. Yeah, so, I think the, uh, that's the batch that I helped teach promo class to. Yes, yes. a couple of months ago. No? Yep, yep, yeah. yep, yep. Okay, that's the one. Okay, you guys, that's... better watch out because I feel like they're all gonna debut soon. They're fine. They're the next. They're the next wave, basically. Uh, I mean, like Super P is already recognized by some of the audience members. Is she part of that uh, that batch? She's uh, the batch after. After me. batch after. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There you go. Is Super P related to Passas Castro at the backstage? Now? We don't. We know. don't know. That is the know. biggest mystery. That's a million peso we question. But, but well, she know, sounds the same. Though. Yeah, I've always wanted to know. I mean, you can ask her yourself when you run into her on Sunday. Uh, on Sunday. On yeah. Sunday at Power Max Center Spotlight, 2 p.m. for PWR Live Pak Ganarin. We're going to do that later in the show. But I okay. know, but but like this is a very good opportunity to remind you, Chino, just you. It's also Kamsa's way of reminding himself so he doesn't misspell Pak <laughs> Yes, exactly. Instead, Pag- of, instead of saying P6K Ganarin. Yes. So, the point, right, let's, the, let's the, go back, back, let's go back to Cali Nueva. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get called up and you you debut as RT 1.0. Uh, Are we not gonna talk about the ninja face? Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I was the ninja. He was he was one of the ninjas. You were one of the you ninjas. Were a ninja. Okay, so, let's talk about the ninja face. How does that come about? So yeah, well, I, thanks I, for reminding me. <laughs> I had this other uh, batchmate, mm-hmm. Marky, who's in Ilo uh, right now. He went back home. He went back home. Yeah. Um, but he was a re- one of the. Uh, he was actually better than me in the early yeah, days of the boot camp. Yeah, yeah, he was actually... So we were like the top per- performers, I guess. Um, and by June, they needed jobbers for Red. So that was me, uh, Marky, and Samoan Papa. The man who would become... I don't know, he no. was Samoan Papa then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So um, yeah, they just... It was just a simple match. They, we just bumped for a bit. Uh, so why Ninja? <laughs> When you thought of being a ninja, did you not invest time in looking for an actual ninja mask? That was not <laughs> it was really sudden and, and so from the, the night before. And, oh, you no, need no, 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 no. Yeah. Well not, not the night before. Yeah, Because that's weeks, like that's like my biggest uh, stab at the yeah. ninja phase. It just looks like a rugby boy in a t shirt. But I mean <laughs> since it was a comedy Role. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I guess that's my excuse for yeah, it. Okay. <laughs> yes, but it was it was a black t-shirt. It was a black t-shirt. Like, if you covered your entire face and let's say we just left out your eyes, your eyes won't even look like that of a ninja's because you have your your pinoy eyes. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's 
Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess you kind of got the point across. Uh, yeah, it's it's supposed to be a comedy Sounds segment. Yeah. But yeah, the, the the ninja face is like what? One show. Two, two shows. Two shows at least. No, I, 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 I remember, remember the six-man tag with Samoan Papa. Papa yeah. And then yung tag match. Oh, yung handicap Six-man tag, diba? Tapos kalaban nyo sila, sorry, Brad Cruz, diba? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. River Ranger. Yeah. Brad Cruz, Brad Cruz, River Ranger, and... Bolt. Bolt, Bolt. Bolt. yeah. Yes. I, I remember taking an arm, a hip toss from him. Okay. Yeah. So that happens, and then after that, that's when you become RT. Mm-hmm. So where does the idea for RT 2.0 come from? Or who tells you now, oh, hey, you're replacing RT 1.0, he's going to get sent back to developmental and you get to take his spot. Oh, God. Wow. It was wow, just an accident, so basically. Harsher. It was an accident. Okay. Um, so let's know how the accident happened. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's a friend of mine, but... He's you know, a friend of ours. He's a yeah, friend of he's ours. A friend. We consider him a friend. He protects us. Okay. So yeah, basically that guy screwed up. Okay. Oh, okay. We gonna put that a little bit like. Oh <laughs> wow! You're you're turning his on me. Yeah, he he did kind of screw up. I mean, he admits it to the man. Okay. So yeah, and eventually, like, um, Red was like, I think we have to replace him. Uh huh. So um, I was the only guy who was open for that role. So. So you're not. So they were like, yeah. okay, Kona, you'll be RT 2.0, you'll be the PA of Frederick Mahaba. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this goes on for a couple of shows, right? A couple of shows, yeah. A couple of shows. And then uh, the January show happens this year. You're in the main event. It's your main roster main debut, event. and you're in the main event. So uh, how, how does it feel when they tell you, like, it's only been a year since you entered boot camp, and then you're debuting in the main event of a show? It, it, it really happened... It all happened so fast, you know. Um, I just remember taking my first back bumps like a year ago. And then, um, you know, I'm in the main event with Ralph, the Naughty Boys. It was such an honor to be there. Like, just a year ago, September. Uh, we just met you. <laughs> yeah, we, we just, you just met me. Uh, like I a young boy. Yeah, yeah, young boy. Uh, I w- I'm not even that, you know... Um, I, I haven't seen a lot of the shows before entering the boot camp. Yeah. And now Are you I'm, familiar with the lore? Mm, it took me a while then. It took me a while to get familiar with the lore. Um, the memes help. The memes help, yeah. <laughs> and actually hanging out with the wrestlers. I, I took a, uh, a few opportunities to ask around about what the lore was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a photo of you from uh, the <laughs> Halloween show in which you're dressed up as 90s Dwayne Johnson. With the fanny pack and the all. The fanny pack. The fanny pack I and actually all, yeah. forgot one really important uh, detail to that. Mm. The tissue paper on the elbow. elbow. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, but, but it was such an easy costume to do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just borrow... Because you do have the neck. <laughs> well, the, no, the turtleneck one. That was actually Captain Butan's. Okay. For so, some reason, wow. he has one. Nung time na yun, you were you were a young boy na. Yes. And yeah. all the young boys were in No, I was arty. Ah, you were arty na at the time. All right. All but right. still, you young boyed that show. Yeah, I did. I yeah, did, you did. did. How's it like uh, young boying when you were already a recognizable character? Um, I, I, I never really got shit from the crowd. I mean, they were uh, mostly paying attention to the to the match yeah. in the ring so I never really got recognized that much um, but you got recognized like people yeah. knew yes. you as RT 2.0 if not RT the porn stash ref 
<laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that yeah, face too. He was, I was a, like, he was a ref. You did the porn stash face. One, how many shows did you do as a ref? Like three, two, four, four. I think. So you Not were everywhere. Everybody. You pretty much did the rounds yeah, on the way to the main event of the January show. Yeah. And and doing these things like say refing or young boying when you know, people had already recognized you in the ring as something. Hindi naman siya nakakapagpa uh, humiliate or embarrass. Oh no, I feel like it was like a natural, slow, but steady progression for me. You know, I was a referee first that got me uh, over you know the stage fright of being in on that ring. Mm-hmm. The attention wasn't with uh, on me, but I was still part, like. What everyone was looking yeah, you're at. You were still important, vital was, to the yeah. match. So that kind of uh, leveled down the anxiety when it comes performance is anxiety. Hey, and then, hey, hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so that was your blue pill. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> your, uh, what was it? The that was his tongkat ali. Tongkat ali. So um, no, I'm, the reason I was asking those questions is because we we know of certain talent who refuse to go back to being a young boy because they're all maybe they'll be famous Names, names. <laughs> Ice di Mayuga. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the savage. Yeah. But no, but then, no, no, that did happen. That did happen. Yeah. So I'm, you know, but like, like, let this be a lesson. Uh, you know, young boying for, doing uh, doing the work, doing the groundwork. Um, doing the grunt work is really part of the entire experience. And I've always been a big believer of yung know your role okay. uh, policy ng wrestling. Na if you're just starting out, even if you don't like what's being asked of you, yeah, um, you'd still follow. And not not that I didn't like it. I mean, because like I'm I'm right here, bro. <laughs> no, 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 I'm right here. <laughs> I just, you know, I just wanted to make sure we had a great show. Yeah. So, pwede buhat ka din ng bags? <laughs> no, 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 no. We will do that. No. Meron ba? I mean, willingly, willingly. Willingly. But I was like, we never asked him. See, I only said that as a joke, but he actually did it. No, but like, okay. That's all you guys. From experience. Wait, no, 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 wait. That's for who? That's you guys now. Whose bags did you fucking carry? Not bags. Mike had... Uh, oh no, okay, no, that okay, okay. props the, and yeah, props, yeah. the well, that's, that's fine. The food, no. merch. That's, uh, like, no, no, that's fine. That's yeah. fine, that's fine. Because like, like the young boys did do that. Like I remember the Yolo twins used to help me carry my electric fan nung yeah. MCS days. Yeah. And you, even kami, kami Kamos, like Kamos had already been uh, called up, like we helped carry the ring that one time when the religious service took too long. Yeah, yeah. that show. Yeah, that show. I've been to shows where the main roster guys would set up the chairs. So, you know, I I I'd like to think that nobody really thinks now we're beneath that or that yeah, that's beneath exactly, us. Exactly. Well, nobody now. Nobody in from the, the current locker room. regime. Yeah. yeah, it's a good attitude to have. It. Yeah, it is. It it absolutely is. So okay, let's let's uh, get to the January show. Uh, you're being uh, repackaged into this new character, and at what point do you um, have that light bulb turn on? And think now, I've got it. I know what I want to be. I want to be the Renaissance well, man. This is his name. This is hilarious. I, I I feel like this isn't really a stretch for him. Yeah, it's not. Okay, really it's not a stretch. Let's tell the story. Uh-huh. Okay, so the other two characters, you know, Ninja, uh, Artie. That was yeah, well, which one? Wait, sorry, you were Ninja One or Two? I don't know. Does it matter? I don't think it matters. It does. It does. I was the Ninja with the glove. Ah, oh, okay, there. So those two characters were just. Characters that were that were handed to me. Okay, you know I n- n- didn't really have to. It bring. wasn't your own. I wasn't yeah. my wasn't yeah. my own. Um, 
Cali, on the other hand, was something I've been developing for a long time. Ever since the first yeah, your first promo, few days, yeah. promo class, yeah, and and it's actually Trian and Echo um, who helped Trian me. Trian and Evan, Evan, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, so uh, we drink at mm. El Chupacabra, I guess. Yep. Am I, am I oh, allowed oh, to oh, say oh, this? You're allowed. You're allowed okay. to. You're allowed to. <laughs> I think anyone who recognizes the settings for the Carlo show in the yeah, videos yeah, yeah. will know where you guys hang out. So, so you're 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 a Poblacion regular. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, duh. <laughs> I, I actually, for the first few years, I didn't drink there. I just took pictures there. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, so uh, you were hanging out with TDT and ECX, and then... They uh, just threw, uh, spitballed a lot of the ideas that uh, would eventually be um, Cali Nuevas... Quirks. Yeah, yeah quirks. Okay. So, uh, like what? Um, Give us examples. You know, um... They actually wanted me to vape for a while, okay. <laughs> but that was actually sustainable for the match. Um, they actually, I think, they were the ones who recommended me to look for um, the entrance music. Like they recommended that I look for hipster sounding music. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, I just um, looked at my playlist on Spotify and. So uh, how was that like? Now you landed on a what pretty popular band, musical act in the country. This, this how, is actually a hilarious story. How 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 was it like getting their permission <laughs> to use the music for a show? Or I uh, I just sent them a message on Facebook, oh. and I didn't know that they were wrestling fans back okay. then. Yeah, we're talking about she's only sixteen, by the yes. way. Uh, Senya in particular was the guy who was manning their the, the Facebook page. Facebook the page. Okay, and I I sent them like a email like. Uh, letter. Like formal, formal letter. letter. Can I use Hi, this? I'm Calinueva. I can for, give for, you free tickets. Um, <laughs> and for those who are unfamiliar, Senya is Roberto Senya, the vocalist. Yes, also the son of uh, um, uh, Isai Alvarez, Isai Alvarez and, and Robert Senya. Yeah. 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 Theater greats. Theater greats, yeah. But th- this is the best part. So mm-hmm. he sends the message. He sends the message. Before he replies, I Oh, he did? I told you, you this. You haven't told me yet. No, I okay, did tell, tell you me this. Again. Tell I me did again. tell you this. Okay. So he calls me. He, he messaged. He messaged me on Messenger. He's like, "Kamus, inyo ba to?" <laughs> I'm like, and then I'm like, "Who?" And he's like, and he see, shows me the message. I'm like, "Yep, that's so your So formal, right? <laughs> I'm like, "Oh," <laughs> because um, the song in question was Sweden, Sweden. Yeah. which isn't actually a single, but it's a song that they do play live. And, and it's also part of their album. Yes, album. the actual full-length album nila, which took ten freaking years yeah. to make. So at that point, they had been to well, I'd say about like ten shows in total, mm-hmm. all of them. Oh, but so had they seen you? Like the shows that nila, had you performed I, there? I, yes, yes. I guess so. I can confirm. Okay. I can confirm that they saw you as ninja. So, as ninja. so what the uh, what does Senya say in response to your formal email or your formal letter? <laughs> Of request, he he, he he gave me. It was pretty cool. He just gave me the approval and like um, show me videos because I think he w- wasn't gonna be able to go there initially. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so he asked me to send videos of the show. But he's gone since, right? I've he, seen him at shows. Not yeah. just not just he's, he's gone. Religiously since. go. He's goes. been yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's been so like he's seen Cali Nueva in action. Yes. Mm-hmm. So okay, um, let's take it back to you uh, putting the character together. Which parts were recommended by? Uh, by TDT and ECX and which parts yung nanggaling sa'yo talaga 
I remember spitballing a lot of the ideas back and forth with with them. Um, like, would the fanny pack work? They were like, yes. Um, what should I wear a beanie or like a bucket cap, bucket cap or or a what, what do you call it? The, a beret. A beret. You know, eventually <laughs> a I beret would have been good though. I I'm going to say, so, that. say, say that. No, that. no. I was thinking like it might be a bit like uh, that. That guy. Wes Anderson movie that no, no, we're no, not going to tell you the name because that other wrestler. Um, the French one? Aiden the, English. Uh, Aiden he, English. Early yes. Aiden English had yeah. a beret. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I'm, I, I was worried that I'd look like him. But you do. The mustache. Yeah. So uh, mostly I just gave them ideas and they'd say if it would work. Because they, they knew what would work, mm. uh, obviously. They usually do. They usually they do. They usually do. Um, yeah, they just... I, I ask for guidance, basically. So okay, um, you have this character in your head. Sanangaling yung Renaissance man and the name Kalin Weva. Um, okay, Renaissance man. Yeah, let's start with that. Okay, because um, the initial it's still my character right now. The initial idea I had was this was a guy who did everything. So he paints, he writes, he takes photographs, but um, not just regular photographs. Film. Film photographs. Uh, he. Um, like he's vegan, you know everything. That so no stereotype, basically. Because ter- some of the stereotypes are very real. It is very real. So yeah, I do everything, you know. So I am the Renaissance man because a Renaissance man is defined as someone who um, is a master, is good at a lot of things. So he said, "Jack of all trades, master Jack, of none." Yeah, yeah, yeah. master of some. Master of some. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Master of all trades. Of yeah, all apparently, trades related Jack to of lamb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently so. Is that is that the Chino Liao joke of the week? Can be if you want. It okay, to. that's that's, that's Chino Liao joke of the week, everyone. Hey. It's good. It's good. It's good, it's good shit. It's good shit. Man. Such good it's great shit. Great shit. Great shit. Actually, did tab one, but if you want it, to no, be, that's yeah. that's the one. <laughs> so where does Kali Nueva come from? The one that name. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Kali is short from my. Um, middle name mm-hmm. Kalaya I guess I can say it now yeah. um, and my last name Villanueva mm-hmm. so Nueva Cali Nueva, Nueva. Cali so Nueva. I mean Cali does sound very hipster yes and right? so does Nueva so. yeah right it, it's a very unique uh, name at least it's a distinct name it's a distinct name yes it's funny that in all the years that Philippine wrestling has been around you would have thought that may gagawa ng hipster character or the Pinoy hipster and yet it took so long for you took to so come, ra- come around, right? Um, so you make your debut as Cali Nueva. You've got the psychedelic visuals yes. and uh, psychedelic colored tights and you've got your porn you stash. tassels. You got tassels which that turned was into, surprise. into spider web shooters. You want to talk about that? I guess so, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, it was your debut. It was my debut, and I wanted to. I wanted tassels because I had a Randy Savage uh, face, um, and he Ultimate Warrior. They all had tassels. Eighties uh, wrestling. Eighties yeah. wrestling with the color, deba. Right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And um, I couldn't find someone who could make um, tassels for me at that time, so I just made it myself. Oh. I basically bought bought. Uh, a wheel, a wheel of re- ribbon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know the, the gift wrapping gift ribbon. Wrapping, yeah. Okay. And I thought that would work. <laughs> I really thought that would work. And then eventually, it uh, in the middle of the match, fast forward, it all f- 
what's the verb for that? It, it fr- unfurled. Unfurled, frayed yeah. up, yeah, I think. It, it frayed and then it got stuck. Stuck everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> in Trian's mouth, <laughs> in my in my hair. It was stuck everywhere. And uh, you didn't take it off. I didn't, because I couldn't. It yeah. was just stuck there. Um, and I remember taking, uh, climbing up for the in- my first ever in the elbow. And I was trying so hard to shake it off mm. the tassels, <laughs> no, the web. Okay, so that's Remember why you that? were shaking it. Yeah, because yeah. okay. I, I felt like I, if if you know if something went really wrong, you know I just the, the tassels would just uh, pull me into yes. okay. a very freak yeah. accident. Mm-hmm. It could happen. Could have happened. See, yeah. thinking back on it now, all this time I thought you were just selling the arm or something. Oh yeah, you well, did. That, well, that's how it comes off. Mm. So, one of these days that match is going to be uploaded for yeah. Full Match Friday. Guys, watch it back. It's oh, hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> so, you've got the indie elbow as a finisher as an ode to the Macho Man. Um, and? Macho Man and Kyrie. Okay, yeah, Kyrie yeah. Sane. Insane elbow, indie uh-huh. elbow. Uh-huh. I actually, at first, I wanted to really match her, her form, you mm. know, how flexible she is. Yeah. But I just couldn't do I I realized how hard it is to do that. Nakakatakot ba? Like, uh, if you explain it to a non-wrestler, someone like myself or Chino, nakakatakot ba to get up there and then jump as high as you can and then land your elbow on somebody? Um, before the show, all the high flyers, <laughs> Camus knows because he oh takes a lot God. of this. Before the show, a lot of the high flyers test out their high uh, top rope moves uh, just so they know they could do it in the ring because we never get any chance to... Yeah, practice okay. it in uh, the Bombay Suarez Center. In the Bombay Suarez Center, but um, you guys do it in jump yard. Well, when it's not go, the same. It's, it's not, not the, the same. same. So yeah, when you're up there uh, in the turnbuckle, especially my first time before <laughs> the show, <laughs> January show, it was so scary because um, I haven't really been that up there before. You know, I it was my first time climbing the top rope, and you'd think that it's not really that high, but it is. You know, and the no, fact, I would think it's that high. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that you have to even jump a few feet up but, more, some more, yeah. it's really gonna hurt. But during the match, it's all adrenaline. So Wait, really? yeah, I never feel the pain until uh, like two hours after. Because mm-hmm. I remember my first in the elbow, the Trian. It was unlike splashes or or swanton bombs. Like a lot of your body catches it, mm-hmm. right? like swanton bombs your back, your whole back. Yeah, yeah. splashes your knees, your chest. Your chest. Yeah, breaking gate hit, guys. <laughs> um, for the indie elbow, it's just your my butt, my the, you're the side, you're the side of your butt. Yes, yeah. the left, the right side of my butt. That's the full point of contact. Uh, the first time I ever did it was uh, with Trian, and as soon as it it ended. Uh, I, I expected more pain actually, but since it was such an adrenaline rush, yeah, I never, I didn't feel a thing until like after two hours after. So when you thought of the in the elbow as your finish, did was it immediately the first thing you thought of? Did you go through other maneuvers? I wanted to do a four fifty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, we'll get to that. Um, but you know, I wanted to do something top rope. Top rope because you know my size. I'm not that big. I couldn't lift anyone. I'm not that strong. So the the move that would make the most sense was me crashing onto someone from the top rope. So I I, I chose the elbow. So your first match ever was in the main event 
And how was the feeling like after the show? Like after? when you went to the back or you had the uh, post-show was... dinner, post-show inuman. What was it like for you? Such a cool feeling because like um, I, I um, left the match pretty early if you guys remember. Yeah. I, I, I abandoned Ralph. Yeah. You know, it became a handicap match. And when I went to Gorilla and into the locker room, uh, the backstage, everyone was like shaking my hand, like congratulating me, good job, stuff like that. And it was really heartwarming. Like um, all, all my hard work, you know, felt like it was worth it at that very moment. There's vindication. vindication. No, no, no. In this moment, he was infinite. Infinite, yeah. <laughs> wow, Perk. you freaking homers. Perks reference. Yeah. Okay, so after that, you would end up working with Jay Serra and you would have run-ins with Jemmerlin and Capitan Tutan. Mm-hmm. How's that like? Uh, you know, you're starting out your career and then you're immediately in a program with the Naughty Boys. With the Naughty Boys, yeah. Um, Is it disappointing? It's not. It's not. It's really... Because you guys are really fun. Oh, uh, thank you. And that's very uncharacteristic of Cali to say, but but uh, Raf will say it. Yeah, Raf will say that you guys are very fun, and you get you make every aspect of the the show uh, of of the match really fun. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you guys are my friends, it make We're working friends? <laughs> it made working the matches that much easier. Because like you know, there's no pressure of like uh, the fear of disappointing you know, the other person in the ring because you were you guys were just having fun we, we were just having fun in the ring um, and I felt really comfortable uh, working with people like them so now's as good a time as any to bring up the 450 the 450 because you said oh you boy. wanted that to be your finisher oh and you go to Revolution X I and you're did. part of the over the top battle royal uh-huh. and this is where you finally get to have your 450 Which moment is, yes. easily one of the best spots that night uh-huh. it, was, it, it was pretty much your, you. your star Thank making you. performance yes uh, based on the reviews right as so, per Balibagan <laughs> Among others, yeah, among, among others. others, yeah. So, how, how does that uh, that moment come about? I guess we have to backtrack be- even before wrestling. Before I went back to wrestling, uh, watching wrestling, I was uh, a parkour guy. Mm, okay, you know, not that advanced of a parkour guy, but I went to club gymnastica. Uh, I went to trampoline park, you know, and my friends who are the actual parkour guys, they teach me, you know, front flips, back flips. Butterfly kicks, stuff like Flippy that. Flippy shit. Flippy shit, basically. Well, well Osprey maneuvers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I would just, you know, every week or every two weeks, I would go to the trampoline park um, and I'd practice my front flip. And eventually, um, Zayden was here. Fast forward to when Zayden uh, flew back here. Uh, three like weeks ago. Three weeks. No, okay. three weeks before. Three Revo weeks X. before Rebo X. So, guys, um, just so you know, he didn't just fly in for Rebo X. Yeah. He he flew in like a couple of weeks yeah. before. We were hanging out, and then it's like we were trying social to keep media, it a secret. Social media secret for a while. There was actually this one time when Crystal posted the story, and Zayden's face was clearly there. Mm. That was three days before Rebo X. Oof. <laughs> Big oof and. We were we. It was like after midnight. We all went home. Well, he and still we saw, got the. He still got the spot. He, yeah, he but we did. were drinking, so we we message. We called Crystal to like <laughs> delete, delete, delete. So yeah, um, back to the trampoline park. Um, he, Zayden saw me and he he saw my front flip was actually looking good, so he was like, 
why not why don't we do a double 450 spot mm-hmm. uh, and we were originally planning it to be like a double symmetrical 450 okay. simultaneous 450 Simul- yeah. but Zayden's 450 is more forward you know so he takes okay. up uh, more than half of the okay. ring so like physics wise physics wise we might hit each other yes okay so uh, we I just went from the uh, top rope and he and did the springboard, springboard which made a lot of sense considering like um, the kayfabe skill level gap between us okay so okay um, you're about to head into your uh, first opportunity at the PWR championship that's the number one contenders tournament um, but before we uh, touch on that I want to ask how different is Raf from Cali Nueva or how similar is Raf from Cali Nueva we you all, a lot of wrestlers would say that uh, our, our wrestling gimmick is like him dialed up to 12 or 11 yeah or so Camus is really a driver is that it? <laughs> <laughs> actually in my household yes I mean you drive around a lot of the international actually, guys no I drive you around yeah also. you do you do so just so you know because so we that's are neighbors true. <laughs> yeah it's true that but makes sense I don't like do it for money it's out of friendship so um, Mr. C is really Chinese <laughs> you know a lot of the hipster thing you know mm-hmm. uh, it's very negative so I a lot uh, for most of my adult life I didn't want to be associated with that term because like I would not, I, I felt like they uh, if people would associate with me with that term they'd just mock me so you were everything but the label basically everything but the label but you, so you, you know you, I, I collect cassette tapes I do film photography. I love Wes Anderson, man. Like that's that's not a gimmick. Like, I have a hard oh disc God. with all of his movies. Okay. Um, all everything basically that a hip, hipster does, okay. <laughs> I, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, he does go to farmers markets. You do you take pictures with film, really? I do. Yeah. I, I I actually have really good ones with. Do you me. plant stuff? Um, I brew my own iced tea. Okay. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's pretty hipster. Do you do write your music and? I write. I try to write I had the um, <laughs> I had the phase where I I, ha- I have an electric guitar right okay and I have a loop pedal okay mm. so you know those uh, just writing different yes. loops and then yeah. improving. Mm-hmm. No, I do that you uh, do the quattro cover right? oh yeah I did I, yeah. I, I, I at some point the, the Tio Nino song yeah I did that at one point in the Castlevania song I I collect notebooks uh, I draw and you go to Sagiho. I go to Sagiho. Hey, how dare you? I go to Sagiho. I go to Sagiho too. <laughs> but not as frequently as me. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's and and that's long hair, talagang, uh, is it something you decided to grow out because of the Cali Nueva character or talagang it, it's Raph wanting to grow his hair out? Yeah, more of the latter. Because um, it's not really a character thing as much as it is a wrestling thing. You know? It helps with the selling. It helps with the selling. You know, mm-hmm. selling punches, selling strikes. Yeah, because the hair is floppier. Floppier. Um, it, it adds even during my high flying quote unquote moves. Um, it, it adds to the grace, I guess, of 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 the motion of it all. It makes the hub pacheco photography that yes, much better. It does. It does. How about the facial hair? Let's talk about the facial hair. Because <laughs> I I have to ask, like, how easy or how hard is it to be um, a young person in Metro Manila with a porn stash? Um, I didn't really, you know, for a lot of my life, I didn't have the ability to grow this mustache. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 it was really hard for me. 
Like what? how like how long did it take for it to you know um, come get, to this length? Yeah. There was get, this one product. To get to Daniel Day Lewis in. There, there was, was this one product that I have in my bag still right now. Okay. It's a it's beard oil. Okay. That yeah, helps with the growing. Did you make it yourself? No, no, no. I didn't. I, didn't. I, I purchased it. <laughs> I would be really impressed if it Does did. Does it have bear skin? <laughs> that wasn't funny. <laughs> anyway. Shut up, Carlos. Bear skin. Beard oil. I know, but it's, it's, it's a red dead thing. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I thought you'd get I haven't that. played that yet. Okay, you haven't. Anyway. I was a gamer. I started applying... Um, the beard oil on my mustache yeah. area. Yeah, the upper and lip. It just started growing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. As in natural ning pantay pantay basa. That that I had like the heat thing. Okay. Where I only grew. Well, it was just whiskers. Whiskers. So bigotilio basically. Bigotilio. Yes. Yeah, and then now it's Mr. Suave. Mr. Suave. Uh huh. Now it's now it's like I'll drink your milkshake. And, and for a, for a like long little. time, it wasn't really. I didn't have the twirl. Yeah, yeah. So how does the twirl come about? I just started playing playing with it, uh-huh. and and then it twirled naturally. Yeah, yeah it okay. just if you play with it every day, that sounds wrong. If you play with it every day, it's gonna <laughs> you twirl. Play with it every day. <laughs> naturally, naturally, it's gonna twirl. Okay, so I have to ask, how do women react to it? Well, uh, I never get that much opportunities to begin with <laughs> to interact with women, but yeah, they find it. I guess unique. Okay. I never really got in like because um, I I I had a mohawk face uh, okay. back in college, and uh-huh. that was uh, worse in terms of public reaction. Bakit? Like uh, how how bad can it be? Like I, I, I used to have no, a mohawk too, so you know I, I had the mohawk no, as well. No, 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 this, this was if you see it. It was like right after shaved head side. Uh huh. Um, I remember being in the LRT as a college student, and. Uh, a mother and her daughter was like so scared of me and wag mo napitan yan adik yan <laughs> I heard <laughs> that time it's right in front of me pinrofile ka agad no file ka agad but so could far you just be a hipster but oh, same... ba hindi ka ba ano hindi ka ba nilalapitan ng mga nanay I mean, na oh adik or whatever more of more more of from my friends eh. like they so, joke about so you rather look Curvy than an addict. Yeah, so no one not. goes up to you and says, "Are you lost? Did you get lost from like 1925?" <laughs> well, no, 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 man. Mostly no, no. because he wears bucket hats. Yeah, I do. and the fanny pack. The no, fanny no, pack. I, I, I will attest to this. The collection of bucket hats has grown it since has. since you know you yes. you became Galinueva mm-hmm. officially. So, yeah, you uh, you mentioned this as well during our interviews for SmartHenry.ph. Yep. That you actually visit the ukay ukays. Yes, I do. So well, how how far have you taken this? Because the ukay ukay thing, it can be seen one of two ways. It can be seen as the grepa way of finding your your um, fashion that? finds. What, is, what first of all, what does grepa mean? Uh, grepa is a Becky term from the early 2010s that refers to being kuripot <laughs> or freeloader. Okay. Uh, etymology grepa life when they went under. <laughs> Okay. okay, I didn't okay. know that. Okay. Okay. It's okay. very, very I'm astounded reference. how you guys know this. <laughs> I went to the UP College of Mass Communication. <laughs> Technically, I, I know my Becky from there. Anyway, so either you uh, you go to the Ukay Ukay to be grepa or you go there because you're, you're a fucking hipster. Um, He's both. <laughs> I, get, I, I find a lot of cool shit there. Mm-hmm. Um, like I remember getting this one wrestling cap. I, I don't know if you guys... Have seen that? Yung, ano, yung, 
In your house. In your house. Yeah. I got an in your house. Yes, cap. I think I've seen that. Okay. Uh, from Anuka Yukai. Mm-hmm. Um, I got. I get really cool shirts that I could just match with ankle pants and jeans. So, like, how much time would you spend inside an Ukai Ukai, and how much money would you end up spending? My my max limit is five hundred. Okay. So I get a bit of grip. Which, which, which is yeah. a, a lot, lot for a, a lot. Ukai Ukai. A lot. Well, it yeah. depends on what you're buying. Also. Yeah. How many pieces could you get for five hundred pesos? Um, depends on like how how good the shirts are. Mm-hmm. But depends la- on which. So, in the best case scenario, like uh, those are the best. My possible last haul was find. a lot, so I got five, so roughly one hundred each. But oh, uh, some done for shirt, yeah. Yeah, yeah, one of them was like three hundred pesos. So, where is the best ukay ukay spot you found? Oh fuck! Don't so quiz far. me on this. <laughs> I haven't gone to every everything yet. I've only gone to. MCS and Annapolis. Mga bagyo ukais have you tried? Oh, I want I want to try that. You know, with for the hoodies and. Uh, I mean, like I can attest to ukais ukais myself. Um, uh, I'm not sure if you've seen the, uh, the show where I had the tearaway blazer, like Cesaro. So that, that was, blazer that was, was something. Oh. Yeah, no, I used that at Revox and at uh, Vendetta 2017. Ah, yes. yes. So that blazer, I actually picked that, picked it up at an ukai ukai. So you don't feel so bad having to cut it in two. Yeah, it's a much. suit. Yeah. It's, it's a, okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you you spend less for it because you're gonna cut it in half anyway. And yeah. you'd be surprised at how, uh, the gear ideas you're gonna get just when you're in a just from ukay ukay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. actually, you know what? Like the the JoJo stuff that uh, the, ukay. That, yeah, that's uh-huh. some parts parts of that came from ukay. Nice. I found the hoodie once in Baguio in an ukay ukay fit me perfectly. Man. And, and a lot of the women actually you know since men they actually have to have you know the formal wrestling gear to look legit yeah. okay. but, but women they can be they, they have more freedom when it comes to putting together clothes yeah okay that makes sense yeah, so wait did you go shopping with someone? Crystal oh, okay yeah. Yeah. so even Crystal would like uh, have an ukai hall and yeah. use it in the ring uh, mm, not, not, in, not the in, ring. in the ring but, but I, I I could see a lot of women like uh, using ukay, uh, ukay gear, gear ukay stuff, ukay stuff as for gear. gear. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Asuka's getup, right? Is is just a bunch of pantyhose, white collars. In which all really goes showing that there is no shame in uh, in liking your ukay and yes. you know getting your no ukay, ukay haul. Right? Oh, there's always there's always a way to be ingenious about this. Yeah, mm. yeah. Especially when you're not exactly filthy rich. I want to tell an Ukai story. Okay, okay. Let's, let's hear it. it. Um, I had a friend in uh, film school. This was back in 08. Mm. Went to an Ukai Ukai. Mm. Bought a bunch of shirts. One shirt he had said, Dear Teresa, I love you. Oh. Mario. <laughs> His name is neither Teresa or Mario. <laughs> what happened to Teresa and Mario? And how did that shirt end up in the Ukai? Nobody knows. <laughs> But he still bought it. He buy, he buy it for the mystery. <laughs> yeah. So you, you and him, I should introduce him to you. He would get along fine. Uh, we're one of my film school friends. Come, uh, okay. I don't think you know everybody. No, I know a ton of his film school friends yeah, from his anyway, batch. The, the, the reputation that Camus knows everyone, I, I doubt you actually know everyone. We know. I don't. He knows a lot of people, though. Yeah, he does know a lot of I people. Do. Yeah, that, that's what makes him the OG consultant. Yeah. Like every, every time I go to Giho and I mention wrestling, oh, do you know Camus? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is, no, okay. Somehow because, this doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> no, this is this is the thing. Like, so, uh, because we've actually been planning to go to a couple of shows. It doesn't happen all the time, yeah. but because he wants to watch a lot of, okay, 
I will I will throw you under the bus. Do it. So you want to watch Rieslan Sangan? Yes. You want oh to watch? Oh my God, she's such a princess. Anyway, so how will Rieslan Sangan react to the porn stash? I she I don't know. She don't probably know. reacted internally. Yeah. But I had a picture with her once with this mustache. Okay. She acted She's pretty okay. pleasantly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did She's you very lose your shit? I did. I did. Lose <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So I was shaking and everything. He wants he wants to come with me to a couple of shows and it's always just like, "Pare, introduce mo ako, Introduce yeah, yeah. mo ako. I'm just like, so Reese is one of them. Yeah. Um, you've already met the She's Only Sixteen guys. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who else you wanted to watch. Uh, ourselves, but, the elves. Yes, the elves. You know, Keaton's. Keaton of social media team drummed for them for a while. Oh, for a while. Okay. But they, they've... I think they disbanded. Like... What? Yes. What? Yes. What? Yes. How <laughs> this is news they to just, They just released a brand new album? Yes. I think they called... They think they're... They called it quits. Not sure. <laughs> but parang they did. What? Yes. Just just overreact. See, this is why we're friends also. I like how you just broke something. Yeah, you just... You, on the you just destroyed this world. <laughs> In the middle no, but of they, our no, because it is it is it is news for some people. But parang nagpost sila about it. But anyway, so I, I was gonna buy one of their shirts. Oh, too bad. Well, too bad. We can, maybe you, I can maybe ask. you still I, can. Maybe you still have. But maybe you still can. But parang they've they've given. Try and ukay ukay. You might find one there. <laughs> no, but okay. So the point being that um, he already rides home with me. What? Training. From a lot of after stuff. Training. After training. After some shows. At times. And after after wrestling events that we're yeah. both at, so it's like at this point, yung kulang na lang pupunta tayo sa gig tapos na hindi kay Trian because yeah. I think yeah you didn't even ride home that time. I I, yeah. I did. No, you did. You drove me to no, uh, no, we were Shell. Bus- we were very yeah. Don't drink and drive. Guys. We have to. We have we have to go to Gio. Yeah. At the very least. Okay, as we wind down here, just a couple more questions for Kali <laughs> uh-huh. Uh First off, will you ever shave? your facial hair off after all of the effort you've put into growing it the beard oil and all that jazz will you ever consider shaving it off now also additional question what is your favorite Wes Anderson <laughs> okay I'll answer that later um, I feel like you know if I rely too much on the, the mustache and the facial hair you know I, I, I don't want to do that I don't want to make that my character so eventually if I find someone who's worthy enough like Probably a mask versus mustache match, mm. you know? <laughs> and I lose, and I There's get my mustache. There's only how many shape. mask wrestlers, cause mm. you versus Me. apocalypse, you versus <laughs> or, you versus Revo Ranger. Revo Ranger. Mm. There are only so many guys with a mask, but or mustache versus mustache. Mm. Mm. Huh? I mean, there's not much. Me versus gigs, gig striker. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you versus Zayden, like him. He, I, I make him like shave, grow a mustache. No, 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 no. <laughs> like shave him. Like shave him. Whoa, 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 wait, whoa, wait. Whoa, there, that head, that head. Whoa, there. What? Which head? That, hey, whoa, hey, whoa. You're the one who's owing that. No, but because that is that is something. Yeah, that eventually, that's the goal. Zayden like, is naked enough, guys. <laughs> so the goal is to put it up in a luchas de apuestas match. I don't want it to. I don't just. I don't want to just shave it off. That but my story. That but my reason. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So okay, let's answer Chino's question. What's your favorite Wes Anderson movie? God. Uh, Fine. Uh, If you say Tenenbaums, I'm gonna. 
not Tenenbaums. Yeah, you don't have mm-hmm. forever, though. See, the fact that he's taking a while to answer this question shows that he's a real fan. Because you can't just pick one if you're a fan. <sighs> yes, you can. No, if you're a fan of you know, if, you're, if you're a fan, yes. But then the correct answer is hotel. Okay. Thank you for buying me some time. Um, uh, Which one? Moonrise. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Late Wes Anderson. Fucking hipster. It. I'll accept that answer. Uh, but it's, it's, it is a good movie. If he says Isle of Dogs, I'm going to lose Let's get to Camus for the second to the last question. I was going to say, so at this point, you've had, I, I would say, one of the best first years in PWR in Philippine wrestling. If you do go all the way in the tournament, who would you wish your opponent would be for, say, for example, before you get to... Um, either Quattro or Ralphie Mabayashi. Zayden. Really? Yeah. Like you versus Zayden in the end. Don't you guys want that match? I, I mean, would, I, I would get. I would watch it. Right? No, match. I mean, I would watch it. But then, do you? Yeah, all I mean, the, with everyone on that, with everyone on that, everyone that's your dream on the match in the tournament. Yeah, that's your dream match. I mean, I could tell you the other. That's my dream match. Yeah, but you know, I, I've always wanted to face Janavander. I. I mm. You know, uh, look up to, you know, his, how he performs in the ring. Okay. He's very underrated. He does very, everything very. with finesse. Yes. All okay. of the moves that he he does, you know, it, it, it's such grace. You know, a lot of people um, mock him for like, I guess, being budget pal or, or something. <laughs> and yeah. and they tend to overlook how actually talented he is. You know, he's one of the guys who actually spams the springboards, like you know. Not more, a lot of more than more than most think, right? Yeah, more than most think, and he's very comfortable with with just you know the high flying yeah. stuff, you know. So if if not uh, Zayden, Jan Evander. Okay. okay. Last question: Where do you want to see the Kali Nueva character ultimately go? Like, what is the goal? I mean, aside from being a champion, like as a character, what do you want to achieve? Like, what is Nirvana for Kali Nueva? Nirvana is a band. <laughs> I wanna, of course, it is. Uh, I want to explore more of his artist side. Um, I don't know, maybe become a mad artist. I don't know, but eventually I I want to go because I I'm a lot of things. I'm I'm a vegan, you know. I'm Are you willing a- to cut off an ear <laughs> for a hardcore match? <laughs> Scissors to the ear. Yeah, um, maybe. Really? I'm not sure if you you guys have played Bioshock. Yes. No, I haven't. No, that, yes. that, that, the For question bit. is obviously a Vincent Van Gogh joke, right? Who's like, that guy with the the mustache? Um, For a bit, I don't. You guys sure. know him, right? Yeah, but, but I, I know, know who, I know who yeah, you're talking can, about. Yeah, I can see the face in my head, yeah. but I can't. Just just to not spoil the rest of the Rebel Nation or something. You guys know what I'm. Yeah, yeah, know yes. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about. And people who get Bioshock would get that. That's kind of what I want to go for when it comes to the ah. mad, mad artist. Okay. Uh, but right. yeah, so, so it's like it's really you want to take it full crazy. Yeah, it's really mad. Real crazy. Um, yeah. Okay. I have a, a lot of things that I don't want to say it. Cause yeah, sure, of course. Yeah. I, I totally the novelty of it. Would... Don't worry about it. Yeah. All right, Kali Neva, yeah. you're gonna see him this Sunday at PWR Live Pak Ganern in the first round of the number one contenders tournament for the PWR Championship. He takes on Ken Warren. Hopefully, finishes off the job that MSG started. In March. <laughs> I will, man. Wow, oh, what a wow. self mark. <laughs> you can see Kali Nueva over there. If he wins, he gets an Ang Pao. If he doesn't, we'll have someone shave off his mustache. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Kali. 
Where Thank can people you so follow much. you on social media? Um, not sure about the handles, but Cali, Cali Nueva PW uh, on Facebook. Yeah. Um, Twitter, it's Cali Nueva. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram, Instagram, it's is... either Cali Nueva PW or just Cali Nueva. All right, there you go. Very easy to find. Thanks again, Cali Nueva. Have a good hipster life. Thank you. Thanks again to Cali Nueva for dropping by and sharing with us. Or blessing us rather with his hipster shit, with the his favorite hipster, with his favorite Wes Anderson movies and ukay ukay spots. Yeah, yeah. Hope we uh, hope you all learned and picked something up from the Renaissance man. Yeah. Now, as we end this week's episode of the podcast, let's get to our picks of the week. Who you got, Chino? I come on. Well, I wanted it to be the two other three false bullshit. That the WWE is doing, but what? for the wrong reasons. What? Uh, um, so, I, what do you mean? These two so, out of three falls. So, things. so basically, Vince McMahon has let. Uh, this isn't going to be my pick. This is just going to be a brief uh, introduction to what that actually is. Um, the two out of three falls uh, stipulation happens because Vince McMahon or happened because Vince McMahon the, has finally decided to stop. Cutting to commercial in the middle of a match. Now, while that makes sense, I don't necessarily think a two out of three falls match is the perfect solution to it. But that being said, my actual pick of the week is Matt Hardy on Instagram. If you follow Matt Hardy on Instagram, he has this new sort of gimmick, I would say. Uh, A new gimmick uh, of of him trying... To explain to people how hard it is to be Matt Hardy, I, he just Stan, it's good. It's, it's, really it's good. very good because it has nothing to do. A, it has nothing to do with him being broken slash woken Matt Hardy. No weird shit coming from that. Yeah, and B, it's just hilarious. It's, it's comedy gold. It's it's so good. Uh, I suggest you guys watch it. It feels like this is where his kayfabe character is going. Yeah, because they, they really haven't sorted him out since because his they, brother because left. Because he's, he's coming off an injury, right? Also, okay. no, 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 his brother. Nila. Yeah, and also and that. Got, so, yeah. so so now they're trying to... He's trying to look for a different twist to his character. I have always felt like that Matt Hardy was always the better Hardy, in my opinion. No, he, I, I he actually was. agree. Matt Hardy, Hardy is the better. Yeah, so, so it's like... Uh, so I really like what he's doing with his um, character. Chino and Camus, before you guys get your picks, I just have to break this news because this literally just was announced minutes ago. Yo. We are back in 2003 because Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff have been named WWE Executive Directors Whoa, shit. and will run main roster programming. Oh my so God. So this has been announced Fuck by SI. Like, and I'm not even kidding. This Fuck has been announced me. just now. Why? End of the episode! Why? Paul Heyman is set to become the executive director of Monday Night Raw, which I think is a good thing. Okay. And then and Bischoff on SmackDown? Yes, Bischoff will Fuck fulfill me. the same role on SmackDown, and both of them Fuck will me. report Eric directly Bischoff. to WWE CEO and Chairman Vince McMahon. Who the fuck booked this? Okay, you know, when your eyes went big, I knew it was something. And then usually, you know, I get, I, I've known you, Stan, for a long time. You, you have tells. That was one of them. And I was just like, oh shit, something bad happened. I didn't expect it to be that bad. No, I, I don't think this is bad. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure about Bischoff, but I think Paul Heyman Fuck in an Bischoff. executive position is fun. Okay, Heyman I can live with. Heyman I can live with because Heyman is still attached to the program. Heyman, Heyman Paul Heyman, Heyman, Paul Heyman yeah? has his finger on the pulse. Yeah, the nice. thing is, Bischoff has been, I mean, he in recent years has been incredibly insufferable. 
watch him like in all of those shoot interviews and everything that he's done post WWE since he left that last um, the last thing he did I think was the um, table for three mm-hmm. he did a table for three and then after that he's just like ha 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 yeah WCW 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 that's well, all know, it was for so, all of uh, sorry yeah so for all for all it's worth if they're if they're going where I think they can go with this and please I hope I'm wrong I fucking hope I'm wrong yeah. that this is Monday Night Wars waiting to happen all over again welcome us for all of your ranting I think all Eric Bischoff can say is he's back and better than ever Fuck me, man. Fuck me. No. Shut up, Stan. <laughs> Shut up, Stan. Like, seriously, in that manner. Don't don't make this worse. All right, and with that, let's get to our picks of the week. Chinos, gonna... Chinos is Instagram. Matt yeah, Hardy's Instagram. See, I'm going to start. Instagram. I'm going to pick the uh, cruiserweight triple threat between Drew Gulak, Akira Tozawa, and Tony Nice. Really enjoyed the match. I love Tozawa. I've been a fan for a few years now, and it was nice seeing him do his thing. And... I wish he'd won, he, he, but I love current Drew Gulak. I love uh, basically amped up Chris Benoit Drew Gulak. That's wow. basically yeah, what he that's is. Basically, what it is, but very much uh, he's he's more or maybe articulate. more intense landstorm. More, more mm. intense landstorm. Yes, I could say that. Um, just on as an aside, this might, this could have been my pick also, but this was very clearly Rose pick, so I was gonna let him have it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is. For people who have been following Drew Gulak's career, this is a very big moment for him. And I, I'm so happy that he finally made it. Because he should have made it a while back. Yes. Like when he was doing the PowerPoint shit. But this like this version of him is possibly the best version. And Drew Gulak is very much responsible for a lot of the modern technical style that you are seeing. Like the meta... On a meta wrestling level, can I just say that yeah. Drew Gulak is the most fully fleshed out and most developed cruiserweight? Like of all the cruiserweights who ever went through uh, the cruiserweight classic and made it to the main mm. roster, showing napadaming gimmick changes, they really fleshed out his character and they let him do everything to for a long time. Yeah, uh, I I would say that Drew Gulak is now the MVP of the cruiserweight classic. Yeah. Yes. Goes without saying. I mean, they put the, cap- I the would title say. on him for a reason. No, I mean, no, no, it was no, Cedric Alexander for a while. Of CWC 1. We're talking about the first match. Oh, first match. Okay, then yeah. yeah. It was Cedric Alexander for a while. Because yes. remember, he carried the Cruiserweight division yes. for quite a while. For a year and a half, almost. Yeah. And then you had Mustafa Ali. And then, you know, uh, now he it's... called up. <gasps> yeah, now it's clearly Drew Gula. Yes, okay. And I, I am one for this version of 205 Live under his heel. I like this. Um, but my pick of the week, you good? Actually, you good, Sam? Yeah, I am, I am. Okay. Um, for me, it will have to be the real Quebecers versus the New Day. Not just not just for the fact that it was a very solid tag team wrestling match. Or the fact that your boy was there. Or the fact that my boy was there. But the fact that moving forward, if Kevin Owens is slated for Manila, maybe we get Sami Zayn too. And Sami Zayn, please come over. That's what I want. We I want the rematch of this. Show, or we okay. could get all three of them. All three of them. New Day, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and somebody else. I, 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 can, I can live with that, Chino. Please. Let me have, let me have this. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay, that has been this episode of the SGP Podcast. Thank yeah, you for episode listening. 274 in the books. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Once <laughs> again, uh, we hope to see you this Sunday at PWR Live Pak Ganern. Really excited for that and for Fighter Fest as well. Well, if you're spelling it like Camus, then yeah. (laughs) So thank you so much. On behalf of our guest, Cali Nueva, 
and our indisposed friend and comrade Ro Moran, Raf Camus and Chino Liao. Do follow us on on Twitter at the SGP Podcast at Roizwar at Caveman Camus at Chino Supersized and at underscore Stancy. My name is Stancy. Saying we're out of here. Peace out. Goodbye. Good Peace. Kendrick and Marky, galaw na'y swabe, dating na'y grabe Malamang ang lamang, sisikat pato sa araw, boy Tag team sobrang init para nag-aapoy May kalalagyan pag pinilit mo pa ang yung tapang Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 